Hi, and welcome to the Vine Community Church Podcast. We hope that what you're about to hear will help you to flourish in God's grace and bear fruit through loving God, loving each other, and loving our community. Well, good morning. Hey, it's so good to have you. Thanks for you guys and for your uh, life and being here today and choosing to worship with us this Resurrection Sunday. I want to welcome you. I'm John Adams, one of the pastors, and we are coming to this beautiful resurrection story. Do you realize that it was Sunday morning, years ago, and the, the sun was just beginning to rise, and two women, according to Matthew's gospel, were traveling around the, along the road to come to Jesus' grave to bring the aromatic spices that they had prepared for Jesus' dead body. They came to the tomb to honor Jesus. And they had followed him for about three years. And he had been pretty much their all in all. He had given them guidance. He had provided for their necessities of life. He was their rabbi teacher. He was the one they looked to for guidance. And now he was dead. Imagine the feelings that they must have been going through, different ones. Some of these emotions are loneliness, like, Jesus, you're gone. What are we going to do without you? You've ever had someone die and you're like, Lord, this is final. And then they were struggling also with just all sorts of hesitations and fears wondering, what would we do now? And how would we live materially and spiritually and, and even emotionally without our, our rabbi, without our, the security that he brought? And so these women were dealing with fears like many of us today are struggling with. And fears can often leave us wondering, you know, what are we supposed to do? How do we, how do we respond How are we to go forward? Our fears may even cause us to kind of move us away from God. But Jesus, his warmth of his resurrection life and love, may it be poured out to every one of us today that we might know God in a real way, a personal way, in our hearts today, that he would warm our hearts and change us in that way. And as we get to learn to trust him and face uncertainties or disappointments or struggles or things we, fears we just don't know how to deal with, may the risen Christ, may he bring us hope and gladness in our heart, even in the midst of the fears we face. So we come to this great passage today. It's familiar to many of you. It's in Matthew chapter 28. If you look there with your Bibles or your handhelds, the, the scripture will be on the screen as well. But I want to remind you, as we do each week, that this is the Word of God. May we put our lives under its submission and under the Lord's authority. Listen now to God's holy Word. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. 
And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come quickly, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. And there you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. You see, today from our passage, we're going to see that our, the risen Lord changes our fearful hearts with his love. And the first encounter we see from this passage is that an angel announces Jesus' resurrection. And we see this in verses 1 through 7. I mean, imagine what that moment must have been like. This, this, this massive earthquake. Have you ever been in one? They're crazy. In Southern California, I was, went through a few. But it's just like this feeling of you're completely out of control. This shaking ground and earth. It's crazy. And then this angel arrives, a messenger from God who, who moves this several thousand pound cylindrical stone and in the slots in front of Jesus' grave. And why did the angel move this stone? It wasn't so Jesus could get out, right? He didn't have any problem getting out. Remember uh, that it says in John 20, 19, after he rose from the dead. He received what was called a glorified body, which meant he could walk through walls. He could sail into the sky. He was the first person, not just to be raised from the dead, but be given this kind of body that would never die. Others were raised from the dead. Yeah, in the Old Testament, we see several. But Jesus alone is not just resuscitated. He is resurrected with new life and a body that would never perish, just like the body he gives to every believer that trusts in him after we die. And so Jesus didn't help, need help exiting, right? The stone was moved. So these women and then the disciples who followed them could see he's no longer there. He's gone. The tomb is empty Hallelujah, Christ has risen from the dead. And so we see that, that uh, as this all occurs, 
It's, it's, it's amazing. The ground is shaking. They're out of control. The, these Roman guards, remember, they were like the special forces of Jesus' day. And they're trembling. They're shaking like leaves. I mean, they were used to almost anything in combat. Can you imagine staring down death coming at you? And now they're full of fear. And likely they've just departed uh, right before the, the women came because they had just not just been a part of this great earthquake. They saw this messenger from God. You see how, how the scripture describes this angel in verse 3? It says there that like lightning, it look, he, like lightning in his clothing was white as snow. This was a powerful, just different supernatural being who had come into their presence. And now these guards are shaking with fear and still hardened in their unbelief. Where are you in your faith journey? You know, we all have fears, but do we have a risen Savior who's changing our hearts to trust him, to know him, and to be filled with, with great supernatural qualities like joy when it's inexplicable that you would have joy. And so, the, so here we see verse 4. It says simply, And for the fear of the angel, him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. Apparently the guards, again, had just scattered and Verse 5 goes on, the first time we hear words come out of the angel's mouth, to the, and he speaks directly to these women. Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. Verse 6, he is not here, for he has risen as he said. Come see the place where he lay. You know, it's really comforting the very first thing this angel says is what? Do not be afraid. Do you know what's the most frequent, repeated command in all the Bible is? It's right here. 365 times, not, not days. 365 times. God says, to his people over and over again, and he says to your heart, because I know that some of you are dealing with deep fear right now. He says, do not be afraid. And so, we see here in verse 10 that Jesus says the same thing. The angel just said in verse number 10, do not be afraid. So what fears are you dealing with today? Maybe you're dealing with fears with your kids. You know, it's crazy time to just, with, about safety issues. And man, it's just a wild season in our world, our culture. It's unlike any time I've ever seen in my life. You parents, man, I mean, I know some of you are really grappling with those fears. You just wonder, what is going to be like for my kids and how can I keep them protected in all ways, not just physically? Yes, physically, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually. How do I do that in this hard culture? 
social media going crazy. Just the world around us is hard. Or maybe today you come and you think, God, could you really accept me? And you're asking yourself the question perhaps today, how much good do I have to do to be accepted by God? And you fear that you're not doing enough and you won't be accepted. Or have you ever thought about even just when you've had a physical issue or someone else around you, someone you love has died and just the grief about that, but then it makes you think about your own death and you realize, man, I'm, I'm really not as tough as I think I am. I'm pretty frail. In fact, my life is passing really quickly. You know, as you think about this, even this month, April 15th, right? The only thing some, one person said is certain is taxes and death. And it comes around and around and it hits us all. Do you know how to deal with, do you know how to deal with these fears? What are you doing with them? And so today, uh, back to our passage, the trained military men, when they were, they were shaking like leaves, these women come and what will their reaction be? I mean, you think they would be running, scattering when they see all this, but they have faith. God has granted somehow in their hearts the ability amidst a lot of fear to keep heading forward and trusting God. And so they come and they come and they obey the instructions of the angel. First they go into the tomb as he told them to do and they go and they see it's empty and they come out and they're amazed. And the second thing, instruction the angel said Go to Galilee and tell my disciples what's happening. I'll meet you there. And they do. They start walking, not just walking, they start running towards, towards the disciples to tell them he is risen. He is risen indeed. But that brings us to our second encounter, not just an angel who appears, but the climax of this very passage. And we see this in verses 8 through 10, where the risen Lord meets them. Verse 8 goes on. So they, the women, departed quickly from the tomb with, notice, fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. You see, faith doesn't mean that you will be without fear or struggle with them. It means that amid your fears, you can trust God's work. Jesus Christ has done something that changes your heart because he comes and says, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna come live in your heart inside you. I'm gonna change your spiritual heart. And I'm gonna never, ever Leave you nor forsake you, as Hebrew says. I will always be with you amidst whatever fears you're grappling with. I'm near, I'm close, I'm with you. And now the women are fearful, yes, and yet they are also full of great joy. 
as they have seen, they have evidenced Jesus that he has risen from the dead. And after they take a few steps, notice what happens in verse number nine. It says this. I love the New International Version translation of this. It says, suddenly, suddenly, Jesus met them. You see, what the women needed is what we need. We need to meet with Jesus this day, this hour, in this life. You know, honestly, I don't know how some of us that are here that aren't Christ followers, how do you deal with life, marriage, children, life issues without him? But you don't have to continue in that path. And then as believers, sometimes we kind of suck it up and perform and Though we have Jesus with us, his Holy Spirit with us at all times, we live like he's not with us. We need to say, Jesus, I want to meet with you. I want to know you. I want, I want, to, I want to experience that you, the reasons why you died, rose from the dead, and I want to know more about what that beautiful union with you means. So what is the response of the women? We see it as they meet with Jesus. Jesus comes to them, does all the work. Verse 9. And they came up, the women, and took hold of Jesus, his feet, and worshipped him. You see, the women had come to the tomb out of love for him, and now their hearts are full of growing faith. They, they took hold of Jesus' feet. Isn't that a little odd? It's kind of strange if people took hold of your feet, right? Not often it happens. But this is an expression in the Bible that, that is talking about really not just a physical action, but a heart of worship. Are you humbled before the Lord? Are you ready to say, Lord, you are my God? And that's what the women did. And this is not the first time that one of the women, Mary Magdalene, took hold of Jesus' feet and worshipped him. Back in Luke 7, we see that Mary Magdalene came into this righteous man's house. He was a Pharisee. And he kind of was bragging about his works. Religious people do that really well. What did she do? She was so overwhelmed with gratitude for Jesus' saving, rescuing her life, loving her, willing to meet with her, treat her as his daughter. She took her hair and her tears were flowing and she took with her tear-laden, um, her hair full of her tears, she took it and she brushed off and cleansed Jesus' feet with her very hair and her tears. Wow, and now the two women, they are falling face forward in worship of God. Have you ever felt, have you ever let your heart fall prostrate in worship before the living God, the resurrected Lord? I love the African proverb that says this, Lord, help my heart to lie down before you. And may our hearts today 
lie down as these women came and took hold of his feet and worshiped him. And then notice Jesus' message to the women in verse 10, very similar to the, to the angels. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid and go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Jesus tenderly but clearly tells the women a message they all needed to hear. It's what we need to hear. Do not be afraid. I have risen for you. Do you believe? I'm the risen Lord. Are you welcoming me to change your fearful heart? Are you? You see, today, if you're a Christ follower, you know, I know you struggle with fears. You know, it's not like you you come to Jesus and then all the fears just, they're gone, poof. No, I mean, more and more and more, we learn how to trust him, yes, and grow in him. But we still struggle with fears, just like these women after they saw the resurrected Christ. They're they're full of fear and and great joy. That's crazy. How, How do those exist together? Well, it's just like our humanity dealing, grappling, with both being a sinner and one who is greatly saved, a saint, saved by the risen Lord, and we have both going on inside of us. And so here, you know, as I think about your lives and I think about my life, you know, at five years old, I believe I trusted the risen Lord as my Savior and God, and He changed my heart, and He started to help me grow and deal with the fears I'd that I was facing. But you know what? Even at my age, still there's things. I see my frailties. I see the unknowns of life. And even this morning, middle of the night, I woke up with some fears about stuff. And I'm getting ready to preach about the risen Lord. Guys, ladies, we all struggle with this, but thanks be to God, he calmed me. He helped me. He met me. He reassured me of his love for me, me, that he rose from the dead for me, and that he, throughout this, early this morning, began to fill my heart with the same joy that he gave to the ladies, and he can give it to you as you preach truth, the truth of the gospel to your heart. I want to urge you to do that. Like things, scriptures like Romans 8, nothing can separate us from his love. Scriptures like Matthew 11, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden, come to me, find rest in me, rest for your souls. Christ promises over and over again, the risen Lord, Christ follower, that he will free you more and more from your fears as you trust him. But if you're not a Christ follower, I just want to urge you, look, again, I don't know. I don't know. How do you face things in your life? Are you at a place where you're overwhelmed maybe with fear or anxiety or maybe some other struggles? Jesus came. He died. He rose again from the dead. And today he's saying, will you come and trust 
me. Even though you don't have all your questions answered, maybe you don't know all about Christianity, but simply in humble faith, you would fall on your face and say, Jesus, you have risen from the dead. You are God. I need you to deal with my sin struggle and help me to know you both now and forever. There's a great story in the Bible. Jesus crossed. Do you remember that one of the Roman centurions, he, he, he was an unbeliever. He was not a follower of God. And yet he saw how Christ responded to his death. He saw that he was, he, he was innocent, and yet he was sentenced to death, this cruel death. And when he saw the way that Jesus died, he actually replied with a, with a response of simple faith and trust. We see this in Mark 15, 39. It says that, and when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly, this man was the son of God, a.k.a. you're God, I'm not. I trust you with my life. You are the Lord. I need, as Pastor Tim preached well on Good Friday. God, these three words, I need help. If you come in just simple faith, you don't have to know all the answers to it. Simple faith in what Jesus has done. And I remind you that what God has done, he created the world, he made everything. We fell into sin. Our, our first parents, Adam and Eve in the garden, and we rejected God. And every person since them have fallen into sin and are, are, can't get rid of the sin penalty. But God solved the whole problem. He sent his son, perfect son, Jesus. We've been talking about him. He died on the cross to take your sins. He also died that you would be made right with God. All those feelings of shame and fear he can change those as you trust him. Are you believing in him? And the final part of the story is this. Someday, soon, he will restore all things. He's restoring things right now as he works through his people. But someday, all the brokenness, all the problems of this world, all the things that give you anxiety and fill you with fear, Christ will make all things new, Revelation 21 says. Will you believe in him? Will you trust in him? Will you just simply come to Jesus today and say, Lord, I need help. You're risen from the dead. No one is like you. You are God. And I am not. I need you. Thanks so much for joining us for this podcast. For more information, you can visit us online at thevinecc.com, download our mobile app, or visit us on Facebook or Instagram at thevinecc. Have a great week.